Welcome to House Common Blood, where strangers are family. Every episode may contain graphic content such as copious amounts of blood, unnecessary cursing, death of all ages, infantile to immortal, fantasy drug use, nudity, and perhaps mentions of sex, and sound effects of various quality. We cannot stress enough that this is mature content, adult themes. You have been warned. Time for an adventure. Hey, like, you doing over, you doing okay over there? Yes, I'm... Are you coming down? Uh, more like coming up. How are you doing, Eddie? Uh, you know, I'm pretty chill. This place is getting kind of boring, though. How did we get here? So, like, here, here, or like, here, here? Like, we're in the middle of a street. How did we get here? The street's always been here. And this... This is what you fight for? This? And he gestures his hand towards this broken district. But a fool's dream. It is you that is a fool. And yet you don't ask a different way of fixing it. You're killing it. <laughs> the calamity. You're killing it. Why? Why would you kill a watcher? You have to crack a few eggs to get results. Points a finger to the sky as he says, Exultrians always get the last laugh. And you see a tiny flare come out of his finger and go towards the sky. And all around you guys in the purple district is fire. You hear a dissociative voice repeating. Beware the cleansing fire. What does this tree look like? The tree looks a little burnt, yet it hasn't been touched by fire. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. What is your name, Mr. Fruitful? My name. Mavet. Soha. Fidash. But what is town? Um, you see these walls, and they point to like the close walls, and the bigger ones out there. Everything in this area is kind of fucked up, and we want to make it better. Unfuck it up. Precisely. Look, I do not get what you're doing. You seem to want to help people, but then why are you hanging out with the other group? I leave them. Who's going to pull back the reins? Who's going to stop them from being as nuts as they are? Pull back the reins? You guys have done so much. What have you been stopping? So what is going down in that yellow tent then? It was quite the act. Yeah, they have clowns, sword swallowers, trapezes. Yeah. And I think his eyes look down a bit. Funny thing is, though, there's an audience, but no one's cheering. No one's happy. Why did he let me down? Where is she? Where's my baby? Where's my child? Just gotta remember, it, like, what girl? Probably puts a finger over its lips and gives you a little bit of a hush. I, I trust you, Eddie. Eddie covers your eyes like uh, the orphan Eddie covered your eyes. See pitch black and you hear choking. You see nothing but ash. Who could tell me what happened last session? Luya, no cheating. Excuse me, I'm the one who writes the notes. I feel like somebody else should do this. Uh, let's have Cupcake do it. Cupcake, what the fuck happened last session? I said, like, two things, so I really don't know. 
God damn it, John. Tell me what happened last session. Um, aftermath of me eating everyone. Um, then, you know, some stuff happened. Um, Thimreth is still being kind of a dick, but then he gets scared and runs away. Uh, we come across a tree. It starts speaking to Atticus, so he sends a plague of termites after it. Um, then they become friends over berries. Uh, there's an orphanage with Haggery, and um, we finally get to sleep. Did some research on the shackles, and uh, Eddie continues his quest to become a serial killer. Sounds like it. Give yourself a 1d6. Remember, if you already have 1d6, that shit doesn't stack. Um, it's used for any kind of roll, like uh, to add and subtract so long as it doesn't use the table. Um, I guess uh, we should uh, do things in the proper order, because my mind's all sorts of fucked up. Let's start off with a small intro. Uh, welcome to House Common Blood. My name's Gray. I'm joined with our players. Uh, John, introduce yourself. Hey, I'm JD. I play Atticus. He is... Pretty cool guy. Okay. Aluya. Bienvenidos. Nita here. I play Aluya All Black, a human cleric sorcerer. And detergent daddy. Hello, everybody. My name is Soap Daddy. I play Mavet, a big old scary tree looking boy. The hell it is. You're still our cupcake. Um, we also have Eddie, but uh, right now he is uh, down the rabbit hole of uh, technical issues. And, uh, and Moo. Moo? Aluya? What do you do with Moo? Find me, you will never find out. <laughs> that secret stays with me and the shovel. Alright, yeah, you guys are still in the purple district, is that correct? Uh, you guys were experimenting. I I'll allow a short rest. And you know what? Nah, Aluya, I'm not giving it to you. You son yep. of a bitch. <laughs> You're waiting until long rest. So if anyone wants to take a short rest, you can go right yes. ahead. But uh, that begs the question. Uh, you three are together. I think it's a good time where I'm at. This is one of the few times where I actually have to impose this because I feel like this has been ignored for far too long with all the wacky shit that's been going on. Uh, the three of you are together. What are your guys' thoughts on Eddie? Since conveniently, the player is gone, let's, uh, let's talk about his character. Like, uh, us personally or us characters? Us characters. Uh, are we talking about him or just say what our thoughts are? You can be taught. It's either or a uh, dealer's choice, but I just want to have a conversation about his recent activities. Cause I feel like it's been ignored for a little bit. Well, Atticus and Eddie have known each other a lot longer than the others. And I think Atticus just remembers having been in Eddie's mind a, a number of times. It's just like, he knows Eddie doesn't mean harm to anyone or anything. And it's just like, you know, chill. Okay. Um, what about everybody else? Uh, Luya. Like, I, I know I know you had an issue with uh, a certain baby getting lost. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like the party didn't take her seriously at all when she said this. I guess she, there's like an inkling that something might be wrong, but, you know, she doesn't really know him truly. So it's just kind of wait and see what happens. Let's talk about Tree Daddy. Tree Daddy, 
I'm pretty sure we like mentioned that this all like everything that occurred with Eddie happened nearby you. Because I remember, like, uh, making a gag that he had uh, uh, moved past you to get, like, uh, uh, into, like, uh, some sort of shelter. What's Mavet's, uh, like, uh, impression of Eddie seeing all this go down? I have yet to decide how I feel about people and their customs on this place. Okay. Well, if you guys don't feel like it warrants a, uh, a conversation with characters, we can move on. But I'll give you guys a moment to decide. I just... Don't think Atticus wants to draw attention to stuff after what he just did. So he's just going to let sleeping dogs lie. I can't dig out other people's secrets or else they'll dig into mine. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, if we have no hearsay, where does the party want to go? What does the party want to do? It is the 10th day. Yes, I found my calendar. It is the 10th day that you guys have been here. You guys have about 20 days left to resolve everything. Or not even that, like, holy shit. Um, I'm fairly certain you guys... Yeah, 10 days? I'm 14. Because I believe that I said it would take about uh, two weeks uh, was allotted to you guys to resolve the issue. Then you guys had two weeks to meet up with uh, Rendezvous. Am am I, like, imagining things, or is that... Yeah, that sounds right. It sounds like something I said. So first of all, Atticus is still wanting to get out of these shackles. He says that as the primary, and so... With my wild shapes allowed again, he's going to think of his homeland after we found out it has to be kind of a, an animal that's more rare and not a lot of people are from his homeland. He's going to turn into a octopus. Yeah. Is that some bullshit you made up on the spot? Nope. or is that You said that uh, his homeland is basically the Underdark and that is a common beast in the Underdark. Let me see the stat block first. Let me see this shit. Or at least the creature wiki. Anything. What the fuck is a rocktopus? Alright, if that's the case, and you did a uh, native of the Underdark. Yep. Okay. Uh, Describe the shift. I think it's all of Atticus's kind of abilities are kind of these holes that appear in the ground, and I think this time it's just kind of like almost the opposite that like his body almost seems to sink into the ground as it kind of bones snap and he becomes you know into an invertebrate as arms kind of grow out of him and he just kind of slumps to the ground as this like gross tentacle monster and everyone hears a click as the shackles come off wow that was pretty good you know uh what are you supposed to be thank you (laughs) right um, I do have to address something, so maybe I need you to have a voice, talk, something. Can you write? Uh, I think I'll still have to turn back into myself now that I'm free. And I'll be like, well, sucks to suck, guys. See you later. <laughs> no, not the, not the last part. But... Yeah, <laughs> sucks <sighs> to suck. See you, losers. <laughs> uh, glad to get those off. Um. What would you like to discuss? Well, as you can see, I've brought someone with me. It is uh, one of the people from the other group. His name is Rory, and I think if we can get him on our side, he can also give us information about the other group. But I will say, though, looking back at him and whispered words, try to keep an eye on him. Moo, I know that you're sick. I mean, Sir, I know that you're sick. 
Hey, rest your voice, but uh, if you could watch him better, I'd appreciate it. So, by get him to help, uh, do you want him to feel like it's willingly, or should it be more... And I kind of tap my gun, like, persuasive. Well, he did come with me willingly, so I think we're okay for the moment, but if you need to, keep it ready. Noted. Like, is is Mavet just like standing yeah, there next to us? Just, I was just about you read my fucking mind. I was just about to say that. I was gonna say, Mavet, you're standing right next to this conversation. Uh, how do you react to this uh, clandestine activity? You creatures have interesting customs. Glad you guys trust a tree monster more than some rando. Well, Atticus likes Mavet because Mavet likes Atticus. So you two seem to have a bond. So I will. Take into account there's some sort of thrust between you two. All right. Well, well, I've never met a tree I couldn't trust. Um, if that's uh, it, what do you guys want to do? Uh, I still want to work my way to the wall and test my theory of um, summoning Juliet outside of the wall. Okay. Um, let's uh, look at the map a little bit, and you can tell me exactly what you're doing. So you guys are on uh, the purple district. Which gate are you going to? Uh, imagine uh, this as the north, and this is the south. So it looks like the north gate like is probably less risky because I don't go through any other districts. So I'd like to go to the north gate. Um, I want to write basically everything that's happened, mm-hmm. um, explain why we need a time extension, all that stuff. And then I also want to write two messages, one to that has all that information and um, to be delivered to the, the kind of captain of the guard that put us here. And then I want another one that's written to the houses mm-hmm. explaining um, all the basically all the rules that this guy's broken mm. and um, asking for permission basically to kill him. And then I'm going to send Juliet to go deliver those messages if she can get outside. Okay, the important part is which one first? So imagine she'd go to the center of population either way, because wherever the the captain is, is at a population center, or no? No, it's a uh, rendezvous, like uh, far away from uh, settlements. Like it's just in the middle and uh, ass back nowhere. She'd go there first. Yeah. The more time-sensitive issue. Yeah, I was gonna say, keep in mind, the main reason you guys were allotted a month was because that was uh, when they are predicted to uh, uh, get to a uh, uh, the rendezvous. So, even though you're told where they were going, it's still going to be uh, it's uh, day 10. Um, that would be yeah, uh, 20 days. Yes. Juliet is, can fly and move faster than most people. Yes, that's what I'm considering. I'm just saying, even though you know the location of where the ship will be uh, 20 days from now, it's still 20 days till they reach there. So it's it's a hodgepodge uh, shot that. Uh, well, uh, well, I mean, it, it. I feel like it's necessary to try just hmm. as a failsafe because I can re- just resummon Juliet here if we get the shackles off. But if we don't get the shackles off, it's our backup plan. Keep in mind, you do have a taskmaster doing mysterious things in town that have been letting you guys uh, run amok. <laughs> yeah, but 
we have no idea where he is. <laughs> like, it's better than finding a ship in the middle of nowhere. Well, I'm having like Juliet. Well, we know where it's headed, you know. Yeah, so we got the trajectory of it. Okay. So I'm I'm just saying like this is the this is our like last wall of defense kind of maneuver. Okay. Well, we can do the other stuff, and if we succeed at that, I can just resummon Juliet instantly. Okay. So there's no super risk to it. Okay. Um. If uh, that's the case, I can let you do it. But just keep in mind uh, the investment you're doing. It's going to take a while. Like, I know. It's 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 yeah. a big character cost. But I feel it's necessary for the moment. Yeah. And I will definitely reward you for, like, uh, the handicap. But yes, uh, if that's what you want to do, uh, flavor the scene a little bit. So I imagine we're, we're kind of sneak to the gate. Well, I, I sneak to the gate because she's not summoned yet. And then um, I uh, after writing the notes, um, we kind of sneak over there and I just kind of point outside the gate and that same like, hole opens up on the ground and Juliet climbs out and like, kind of stretches. Mm-hmm. Juliet, uh, please deliver these two messages. And I kind of um, tie them to something and throw them out of the gate. And... Mm-hmm. Um, Please deliver this to uh, that woman who was obsessed with me on the ship. You know the one. And then uh, the other one, please make the family aware of our situation and let me know if that's okay for me to kill this nuisance. Okay. Um, I think uh, like uh, we're just going to cover both activities, and I feel like we should settle this with a die roll. Um, I'm feeling... Wait, could I have followed Atticus? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like you're just kind of following me around yeah. everywhere right we, now. We assume that you're always like you're always following. <laughs> True T man, what are you trying to accomplish? Well, you see the others you noticed earlier when those uh shackles came off of me, um the others aren't as lucky, so they will die in how many days? Uh your companions? <laughs> We'll die in about uh, 20, yep, 20 days. They'll die in 20 days unless we can extend that timeline. So Juliet will go give word of our situation and hopefully buy us a little more time. Who needs word given to? The person who brought us here. Mave, help? If you can. Okay. So what I will do is I will use a use of my wild shape to summon a find, uh, to use find familiar to call forth an owl. There you go. Yes, I will allow that. But uh, keep in mind, that is an optional rule, but I, I do allow it. Um, let me uh, double check on that. Because um, I believe it just expends the use of wild shape just to use the spell find familiar. Yeah, and it's fake. I can't choose what type it is. I want to see if there's uh, any like uh, specific uh, differences between the spell. There it is. Wild Companion. Uh, you gain the ability to summon spirit. Assumes an animal form. As an action, you expend a use of wild shape to cast Find Familiar without material components. Yep. Uh, when you cast a spell this way, the familiar is instead... Uh, it's a fae instead of a beast, and the fi- uh, familiar disappears after a number of hours. <laughs> Um, if you want to use it, but I, like I was mentioning to uh, Atticus, uh, this was going to take days. Yes, I will use it. 
And Atticus, what way is your fire puppy going? Um, I will point in the direction of the rendezvous. Okay. Yep, because it would be north. Or not not pure north, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Northerly direction. Well, no, so I, I can point in the general direction. Not. <laughs> yeah, and there's no time limit for Juliet, is there? Because I'm reading through your trade no. companion, and I'm not reading anything like no, that. No time limit for yep. her. Yep. Okay. Uh, if you want to do that, but I just want to make sure you're aware of this cupcake that this activity is going to take days, but yours, uh, your uh, spell will only last hours. Yeah. Okay, we can still go through with it. What do you guys do? So, Atticus, uh, can you create another note? I don't know if anyone can find it, but my pal here can only last so long. He can search the south and maybe find them as they're heading that way. Well, uh, do we know of any population center nearby? Um, let's, let me actually have a look at the world map. Tell you what, um... If we can find population center nearby, then you, your familiar can deliver this message to any prominent person of that community, and they should know where to deliver it. Uh, the closest uh, settlement is uh, 10 hours uh, south, and uh, the closest, like, uh, a big population, like, concentration within, uh, like, forces and shit is, uh, let's see, da 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 about uh, four and a half days away at Fort Igus. All right. What is the? How does the? How long does your familiar last? I'm looking it up right now. Eight hours uh, for uh, the settlement. Four and a half days for like a place with a uh, army, or I shouldn't say army, but you guys know what I mean like a uh, a possible force, and I should say it's uh, Fort Aegis. Yeah. Uh, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put my family seal because i got my signet ring so i'm gonna yep. do that um which should be kind of recognizable and i'm gonna write the letter to the houses mm-hmm. and if the familiar can take it to that institution side keep in mind there is a uh, sinkhole like uh, to the south as well and it is not even uh five ten minutes away so i can write <laughs> all right well my letters. pal will last for two hours yeah, so take that as you will. There's a sinkhole five, ten minutes south. There is a settlement eight hours away. And there is a city uh, four and a half days away by foot. So I think the only thing that the familiar could do is fly into the sinkhole and hopefully find some of civilization down there. Hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just imagine now going down a hole. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'll say. I'll be like, uh, but I, am I aware of the sinkhole? Actually, I don't yeah. know. If I, okay, um, then I'll be like, uh, yeah, sinkhole might be connected to the caverns. So send your familiar down there with this letter, and hopefully it'll reach someone. Yeah, uh, just uh, keep in mind for the entire party. You guys have been here for ten days. Like uh, you guys know the basic layout around the area. Like uh, even if we haven't role played it it's uh, i would assume you your guys's characters are smart enough just to have a basic understanding of a city and like its surroundings know the legend of yes the duke yes the of 90x elves yes you do <laughs> of course how can i deprive you guys of this you mean and just to clarify you don't mean the duke you mean sir hyman brickar 
People just call him sir. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you know of Sir Burkar. Alright, uh, so does that sound like a plan? We can do that for T-Man. Great, thank you. Alright, Atticus, uh, roll me a... Hmm. First of all, uh, we're gonna do a couple rolls, because I'm gonna leave a lot of things up to chance. First, roll me a 1d4. This isn't a odds or evens roll. I just want to identify the modifier. Okay, so we're gonna add 3 to this next roll. I want you to roll a 1d12. Four. Damn! You lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. It'll take four days for Juliet to find the ship. Ooh. Yeah, okay. that's that's impressive. That is speedy. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, well, I uh, the way I'm imagining this is that a boat is dependent on, like, the wind to send it forward, while your uh, dra- uh, your Drake is literally flying through the air. So I, I suppose it makes sense. Like, when you fly, you can really, like, travel a far di- uh, distance without being disturbed. But yes, uh, please, uh, I need that written down, um, actually. Thank you. Uh, keep in mind, it is day 10, so when I say day 14... I'm going to say at the end, when you take a long rest on day 14, going on to 15, Juliet's done. All right? Just so we're clear. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm counting each each day as a full day. Okay. All right. So with that all out of the way, uh, can we just flavor this up a little bit? Just a little bit more because we spent a bit of time on this. I want to see how all this looks. First of all, Atticus, you already described how she appears. You already uh, explained... Uh, this uh, sigil ring onto uh, the the papers, like uh, you summoned her outside the gate. How exactly? I don't think we ever address this. Like, uh, like how, how does she lift off? Like, are we talking Skyrim sky uh, style, where she just like immediately beats off the ground? Does she have like a running start, like a dog? Or I think it's more of like. Um, have you ever seen those dogs that do those like crazy high jumps? Yes. And so it's kind of like one of those. Where she, like, you know, there's, like, a tree or something nearby, and she kind of, like, bounds up and, like, launches herself in the air and then just, like, spreads her wings out and then, like, glides off. Invincible style, gotcha. Just, like, a fucking supersonic boom. <laughs> All right. Um, Mavet, explain your, like, uh, I want to say spell, but I know it's a feature. Explain how you summon your familiar. Like, flavor it up for me. As I'm talking to Atticus and we begin to talk about the plan, in order for me to summon this creature, you notice my body begins to twitch as a what looks kind of like a tumbleweed becomes falls off my back. It begins twitching violently on the ground till it forms the shape of an owl. That's creepy as hell. <laughs> That's awesome. Almost like a Blair Witch. Like one of those figures kind of comes to yep. life. That was the first thing that came to my mind. God, that's creepy. How does it move? Like, because this thing, this thing seems like a monstrosity. Like, how does it move? How does it act? So again, it starts off as a simple tumbleweed as it begins to gnarl and uh, dense and just shake violently, rolling all over the ground. It becomes to sprout life granting wings, granting a small little beak and beady eyes that are slightly red. And it starts to become, look more more like an owl, where it's just 
slightly lighter brown in color. But you want to be able to tell it's made from wood unless you're very close to it and it how it flies. Right? Yeah, if I may, like I would like to add one more thing to that visual. I kind of want to imagine like uh, the wood, uh, like uh, growing moss as uh, like instead of flesh and uh, uh, feathers, it grows moss and we see like small like flowers bloom berries on its body. Let's skip the flowers and berries and let's do mushrooms. Okay, there we go. Oh, that's creepy. All right. But yes, I can't imagine it with vegetation as it flies off. And uh, you know how like an owl will turn its uh, head like 180 degrees? I kind of want to imagine like uh, it doesn't move its head 180 degrees. It moves its body 180 degrees. (laughs) That seems much less useful. (laughs) Yeah. I... I think it's more towards not the usefulness. I feel like it's, uh, what's the best way to put it? A poor imitation is the best way to put it. This is a poor imitation of an owl. All right. So flies off, goes in the hole. We spent a good, like, 15 minutes just talking about sending messages. So uh, let's uh, let's have uh, the party uh, decide what are you guys going to do? Like, uh, what's the game plan? Uh, out of character, I think we were deciding on whether what other part of the city we were going to go to to shut off the lights, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking about the generals and which generals we should kill. <laughs> okay, uh, was the plan that we take the red district and somehow get the elves to take over the green district? Was that correct? Yeah, I think that's what we were thinking. If that's the plan. <laughs> or at least, like, draw the tension away from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, far be it for me to try to influence you guys, but do uh, recall that when you guys do, like, uh, disable light and when Atticus consumes the slime, that not only the light for the district goes up, but the following district uh, district nearby. So you guys can spread out your efforts or concentrate for focus fire. But I will, if you guys do decide to uh, uh, spread out a bit, I will uh, uh, give you guys uh, benefits as well. So to to clarify with that, as far as the neighboring district, so then would taking district five lower the lights in both four and three? Like I thought each district weakened all the others. Uh, you don't know. Um, I can maybe I can either let you arrive at your own conclusion, or if you want to make a roll, I can uh, hate you along if you'd like. I think we discussed it last time, right? You said that if we go to the yellow district, it's like the enemy is like somehow amped up. But if we were to somehow take out the others, it would be beneficial to us to do so. Yes, um, but that wasn't uh, towards the lights. It's uh, well, I should say it it wasn't towards uh, disabling the lights. I was just uh, telling you above table that uh, we got to kill the generals. Yeah. Uh Okay. Yeah. I was basically making a uh, comparison to Breath of the Wild where you guys can go to the final boss. You guys can try to kill Thimrath like right now if you wanted to. I'm just saying that uh, like uh, Atticus has been putting it, you will see the generals as well. So um, can I do like a perception check to see how how the, the lights have been affected by the the disabling of the one thing? I'll allow intelligence nature, just because uh, it. Uh, yes, you could use wisdom, but I'm, I'm. This sounds more. So what I'm more specifically the reason I'm, I'm saying perception and not nature is 
I'm actually like, because the, the lights change. So I'm actually visually looking at if the color has dampened in those areas. That's going to be a bit hard. You want to go with that one? <laughs> Being a bit hard is better than me trying to do an intelligence nature check. So yeah. Okay. Uh, this is going to be DC 20. You can go right ahead, but you should be able to get it. Because uh, my, my jinx me like that. Yeah. Well, my reasoning is is that these lights are all overwhelming, even if you're trying to like see the difference. No, see I'm, I'm more said why, yeah. why jinx me by saying. Yeah. No, you I got be able you. No, I wasn't responding to that. I was explaining my logic. Um, can you guide yes. me? Can I guidance him? Uh, yeah. I mean, it did. Yeah. It's not you necessary. Got I got a twenty-seven. Okay. I have a plus ten to perception, so I'm I'm pretty good at that. So let, let me break this down a little bit. And again, since it was a high roll, I'm going to give you a little extra. The best way to describe this is that uh, there is a heart to this town. One of these districts seems like a heart. And uh, much like uh, cutting off a limb, you are cutting off the extremities as well. So to uh, put it blatantly... If you were to uh, try to uh, uh, mess around with a uh, uh, five, you feel like it would uh, weaken, uh, I should explain for the audience, uh, five being uh, the green district. If you were to mess with the green district, which is in between the red and the yellow, you don't feel like it would have as much of an effect onto the yellow district as the purple district had onto the blue district, whereas disabling the purple district disabled the blue district. But you do feel like if you take down the green district, that would da- disable the red district. I'm sorry, I try to make that uh, as clear as possible. So it's kind of like I can yeah. see that the red and green are are solidly connected. Yes. The yellow is kind of somewhat connected to all of them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The best way to describe it: yellow district seems like the heart of the town. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Also, being that kind of down to people i know where the red district is kind of like eddie's bread and butter that's his people and we kind of have you know allies in the green district to just try and take care of that ourselves with the help of the elves if you want to investigate the green district you can go right ahead but i wouldn't uh, recommend uh yeah i don't think we're gonna fight any big battles today i'm talking over over the table just because we're down two people <laughs> I just want to put the big brakes on this. Just saying, like, uh, don't don't worry about like combats or anything like that. Just go with the flow. Like, uh, just because oh, in yeah. that case, um, I'm gonna go kill Thimrath. Go right ahead. If you don't have to worry <laughs> about combat or anything, I'll just go ahead yep. and straight there. Oh yeah, he's back. There he is. Yay! I'm just assuming that Eddie passed out this whole time. Uh, we're just focusing on everyone else. Uh, we can assume that you're still dealing with Street Rat. Yeah, to fill you in, Atticus is free of his shackles now. Um, and I sent a letter to try extend the timeline for the rest of you with Juliet. She'll be gone for four days. And just to specify, so you also know this as well, Mega, it's going to be the end of the fourth day. Today's day 10, so it's going to be the transition or the long rest on the 14th day. And then we also sent another letter into the pit uh, to try to He keeps giggling. What the hell is going on through your mind? I gotta hear this, Nina. What the fuck's making me giggle? It's, I don't know. We're, the, the pit is hilarious. You I don't just know like where the we're, name? Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we have uh, semi-recruited someone from the other party. His name is Rory. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't fully trust him, but we're going to take his help anyway. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that was something that we kind of landed on last session. Yep. Or is that more confirmed now? <laughs> more confirmed because I yeah. never presented him to the party. Mm. We're now aware of it, basically. Yeah, that's the best way of putting it. But uh, yes, and you came in at the perfect time. We're just discussing uh, where everyone wants to go. Uh, Atticus uh, was asking about uh, the lights in the town, basically doing a check to see how it's connected. And from what he deduced is uh, he identified uh, the L district as a heart and every other uh, district as like uh, limbs in the extremity to put it to... Uh, uh, cutting off an arm or a finger. Yeah. So basically, if we take out either the green or the red district, it will take out the other district, but it will only weaken the ye the yellow district. Mm -hmm. That's put better than I can <laughs> say. But uh, yes, um, I know you just joined back in, but I'm just going to take a couple minutes. If you guys want to discuss and plan, go right ahead. But uh, please do come up with something. So above table, my character will be more happy to go to the green district because i'm sure you guys notice he doesn't really like fire red and fire kind of similar okay um uh does eddie want to go to the red district though because that seems like a big chunk and he knows the ins and outs of it already well, i guess i'm thinking trying to think if like uh because i thought swarm we landed on where we were going already but uh that might have just been we had we had discussed um i don't think we completely confirmed it but our plan previously was we attack the red we send the elves to draw attention to the green mm -hmm. but we're kind of reconsidering that now that we know that if we kill one district it kills the other okay so essentially we're just picking which one we want to to kill off and then regardless it's going to hurt the other one <laughs> correct so uh, i mean like uh, mostly just from an above table standpoint uh it doesn't particularly matter. However, I guess like the major consideration would be like, because uh, I imagine the challenge is different because uh, the red district is dealing with a DJ. So right off the bat, we're probably dealing with like uh, uh, significantly more mental saves. Uh, so whereas with the in the green district where we're dealing with the butcher, uh, I imagine that's possibly going to be a bit more straightforward in terms of uh, dealing with the primary source of the problem. We also have the help of the elves there. Well, the elves will I think we can kind of ask them to go either way. We just have had told them previously to go to the green. Well, unless we can contact them, they'd probably be still going to the green and going to the green to tell them to go to the red would be, I think the best bet is just going to green killing the butcher. Yeah, I mean, Atticus is just Happy to start killing again. I mean, Aluya just wants to be helpful. So, are we all voting green? Hesitations? It sounds like we've got a, one vote for green. I vote for either one, so I'll, if there's a tie or something, but... Uh, I'm either or. So, technically, there's Mega, a if, Yeah, Mega, do you have an opinion? Uh, Honestly, I personally don't have a particular opinion on it. So, it sounds like green it is. <laughs> That's the only one someone cares about. And it's just because of the color. <laughs> you mean to tell me that you don't make decisions based on color? Always, but I just don't verbalize it. <laughs> okay, everyone's going for green? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Time that we all went green. <laughs> all right. 
So uh, you guys uh, start heading to the Green District. Uh, explain me exactly what you guys are trying to accomplish here. What are you guys looking for? What you guys are doing? So I have a, a, a better idea. So I think Atticus is going to be kind of scouting. So I noticed that there's this giant building that's like on a cliff that overlooking. Yep. So I think at first he'll kind of climb up that building and kind of try to get an overview of, of the area. See like what what's of note in that area. Okay. So uh, you're uh, going on the building, and uh, you're uh, taking, uh, you're, you're seeing what's of note. And uh, as you uh, go on to the building and uh, look around the uh, green district, just as a reminder, this is uh, a slave district. So you uh, do see a, a bunch of elves. You see burnt down buildings from the Biku. Speaking of which, uh, where the fuck is the Biku? Because that's a very important note. Who is watching was, up tied yeah. up? Yeah. He was tied up in the thing, but I guess Juliet can't watch him anymore. She's gone. Nope. That's an uh, important note. Uh, what are you doing with the Obiku? Oh, that's what the issue was. We- yep. <laughs> I mean, look, I got high the last time I was here, so... Uh... <laughs> Let's say that Sears watching him for now while okay, we're scouting. Yeah, I can do that. That's perfectly fine. Uh, so you're scouting, you're looking around, seeing what's of note, and uh, Ark uh, by the architecture, uh, nothing seems of note. Unlike uh, the blue district, which had an orphanage, the purple district, which had manors, the red district, which has a nightclub, the green district doesn't seem to have any like notable building that sticks out. I can tell you that with your passive perception. Um, anything in particular besides architecture you're looking for? So um we're looking for this butcher guy who's kind of in charge of the district so i guess i'd look for like a probably like a population center or like someplace where it looks like the the big dog would be okay that's uh perfectly fine so uh looking around uh you do remember he does have a butcher shop so if you want to investigate like uh, his shop you can um uh, not quite yet because there's one other thing i want to look for before I leave my perch, um, I want to see if I can see signs of the other group. Oh, that is a good one. That one I'm actually going to need a perception check for. 18. Damn it. I rolled a four. <laughs> yeah. No, it's honestly like not that hard to uh, find them. You do see like uh, slaves like making distance from them. Uh, and a house seems... Uh, torn up in shreds and you see like a broken glass and a window being broken as uh, you look at it it appears that uh, they're running amok and uh, they're terrorizing someone in particular can I see the the person that they're terrorizing or is it just like they're targeting something um, it's inside the building. You'd actually have to investigate uh, investigate closer if you want to see what's happening. Oh, so they're actively... I thought they were walking inside. away from... No, they are inside the building, wrecking shit up, and they threw something outside the window. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. Um, if we hurry, the other group is trashing a place. So if we want to know more about that, we need to hurry. All right, well... Rory, you have a standing with these people? Oh, they're up to it again. He's just, like, uh, scratching the back of his neck. Damn bastards. Yeah, we we can uh, see what they're up to. Mm. And put a stop to it. Um, Yeah, so any kind of preparation before you uh, interact with this group? I mean, I think I will 
do my normal kind of stealthy rooftop mm-hmm. approach while, you know, the others are doing what they're doing, just so I have like a different vantage point. All right. Eddie and Mabet. So I would attempt to follow Atticus unless he says something different. Correct me if I'm wrong, but with your treads and stuff, I feel like Mavet isn't the best at climbing. No, he he just has an average climb speed. Oh god. Um, so I think you you try to keep up, but you can't really keep up with Atticus as he is very fast to begin with, but then also could just walk up walls. Wait, like, are we supposed to be on the rooftops, or can we just like walk? Yeah, I think it's uh. Fine, if you stick with Aluya and Eddie for now. Uh, rooftops are kind of l- less easy for you guys. Okay. I mean, sure, you can think that as he just starts walking. <laughs> okay. Walks away, the, the mm-hmm. guy who just infoteleports everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, nothing else? No uh, preparation? You guys are going straight for the house? I'm going to probably stay by my vet. If you could help me keep an eye on this one. And she kind of points to Rory. And uh, I'll stand by. I'll be behind Rory. Okay. And I want to keep an eye on them. But I also don't want Rory to know exactly where I am after I kind of get up here. Uh, Make me stealth and I'll do uh, perception. Rolls a natural one. Falls through the roof. (laughs) (laughs) I got 18. Okay. Perception is uh, based off of uh, what's that again? Remind me. Wisdom. Yep. Thank you. Hopefully I didn't just make a saving throw. No, it looks like an ability check. No. Yeah, he's uh, keeping track of you. You uh, try to hide, but uh, you know what? I'm going to say, like, uh, as you're moving along, and I would say Luya would notice this as well. There's, like, uh, tiny, like, electricity, like, sparking around his eyes. And it's not violent, but you do see, like, a small spark, like, uh, anime style. But uh, in reality... As uh, he's just tracking your movement. Raiden. All right. So let me uh, get the scene down straight. Atticus, you're uh, basically going to be watching from distance like a sniper while the group interacts with uh, uh, yeah. the other group in town. All right. Who's taking the lead on this? I assume uh, Luya. Um, okay. Uh, but Rory is still in front of me, right? Yes. W- w- what I meant by lead as in uh, the the person leading the conversation. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Okay. So... As uh, Rory is uh, walking in front of you guys and you guys approach the house, you see an elven woman again be thrown through, like, uh, the broken window. And as she gets on the ground, she, uh, like, tries to struggle to stay up, but ends up uh, collapsing on the ground. And what do you guys do? Uh, I'm going to go over to check on her. Yep. She has uh, cuts, bruises, and she's missing her pinky. It's a fresh cut. And she is conscious, but down? Yeah. she. It looks like uh, someone beat the living shit out of her. What happened here? Are you okay? My my husband. Save my husband. They're, they're after my husband. And she's just hyperventilating as she's trying. She's grabbing you by the legs as she's begging you. All right, all right. Um, uh, try to uh, move as best you can away from the area. Yeah, the elven woman tries to, like, crawl, but she keeps, like, collapsing. It seems like uh, she's badly beaten, probably has a broken bone or two. Uh, Eddie, uh, Mavet, could you just move her away from this area really quick? My husband! My husband! And she just keeps crying. 
I'm going to yell out into the house. Excuse me. Hello? You hear that the ruckus dies down a little bit. And you probably, yeah, the person doesn't approach. You just hear their voice. Sounds like Sigurd as he just says, What do you want? What exactly are you doing here? Taking care of a rat. A rat? Yeah. What is the issue? Genasi. And that is a problem because... Um, just as a reminder, Genasis are killed on sight. <laughs> but, uh... Wow, I've never, like, met a Genasi rat before. Mm. But yes, that's where you can extrapolate that. They are taking that policy seriously. Um, great up. Wouldn't you find your time better if you try to get out of here instead of harming innocent people? He's not innocent, and he has the key. The key to what, exactly? Yeah, and you just hear him groan. I'll show you. Get in here. Rory, you first, please. Can I see through, like, any of the windows or something, or are they out of They're all broken, but it seems like they're far enough in there where you cannot see movement. It seems like uh, uh, where they're at is uh, not by a window. So, like, when they go inside, I can't cover anymore, basically. Um, unless, uh, like, it depends, like, on your vantage point, because I'm imagining, like, on a building or elevation, like, uh, make me one more stealth check, please, and I'm going to be making this for the other group to see if they notice you, and I'm going to be making a GM roll. That one. Hmm. You feel, you feel like As I said, just falls through the roof, then. <laughs> <laughs> I knock over, like, 20 pots and pans as I fall through the roof, and I'm like, fooled them. Yeah. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to be keeping that stealth check for this, like, a uh, little encounter. Yeah, no. But yes, you feel like you're hidden. You're really good <laughs> at uh, stealthing. Um, but uh, as, uh, yes, uh, you asked our Rory to go in first. Yeah. All right, boys, calm it down. And he's just walking in, and you just see Sigurd look back and go, Oh, there's the pacifist. <laughs> and uh, he uh, walks in. Uh, does everyone else fall suit? Uh, I'd make sure that uh, Eddie and Mavet are back from assisting that lady yeah, before where, going. Yeah, where where do you guys put the woman? Uh, so I would assume I would pick her up. So I think at the very least, Eddie would like uh, direct it to, you know, I would say direct her to kind of like the edge of uh, of an either a nearby alley space or, or basically just like putting her a little out of the way if there's for no other reason than uh <sighs> Eddie just knows that there are people in cities that would take advantage of uh of a woman that can't stand up. Yep. So <laughs> just gonna just gonna make sure that she's a little out of sight and then come back for her later. <laughs> okay. But maybe at the very least make sure that she's not like bleeding out or something. I know, like missing Pinky, but I know she. I don't know if she's like sustained any other serious injury, like a concussion or. Okay, so uh, you do put them over there. Um, and does everyone enter the building? I would once I know that they're coming back and like they're close by. Okay, they are. Uh, tell me the order which everyone enters. I presume it'd be Rory, myself, and then they can choose. Okay, I I just assume Eddie's always last. No, no, here's the thing, though. Like, the only reason why I'm saying like he's not last is, uh, I mean, unless Mavet is uh, a particularly fast tree or is able to easily get himself through the doorway. Uh, yes, I am a faster tree, and for all mechanical purposes, I'm only medium sized. Then I guess that he would be last if you're 
if you're just like you're just like used to like uh, sticking your branches through doors. Hey, Buzz, I remember them. <laughs> I think, yeah. Uh, you guys enter the building. You see uh, Sigurd, Elzar, and Reese. And just as a reminder, what they look like, uh, Sigurd looks like a uh, Goliath with a very long braid that goes to his uh, mid back. He has uh, a bare chest, muscular looking fellow. Then we have uh, Reese that looks like an ogre. He is large, he is big, hulking. He just has like rusted armor that's covered in blood. And finally, we have Elzar, who is, uh, uh, remind me, Atticus, you shot his hand? Uh, yeah, I, I believe I shot, I was trying to get him to stop shooting. Yeah, I believe you aimed for his hand. Yeah, and, I think uh, so. Yep. So you see that, like, uh, I'm going to say just for shits and giggles, you got his uh, sword hand. So, like, his right hand is wrapped up in gauze. While his uh, left hand, it just like is uh, holding a uh, person by uh, the scruff. Um, just to uh, remind you guys what he also looks like. Imagine like a full suit of uh, armor that almost looks elk-like in design, but he no longer has a helmet. He has red skin and a uh, tight black hair bun. And uh, they all look at you. You just see Reese like chuckling. <laughs> and you see like uh Elzar just clicking his tongue as you guys come in and finally Sigar uh Sigurd uh I don't think entirely facing you guys. Maybe he's uh turning his head and he just goes, What do you think you're doing, Rory? <laughs> and you just see Rory just bite his lip a little bit as he just uh says what kind of business are you guys up to this time? You killing innocent kids, women, men, pestering the slaves? And you just see uh, uh, Sigurd uh, shake his head. Uh, what does anyone have to add to this? Because again, it's hard to RP with myself. Again, you spoke of some key. So how about you let him go and we discuss what is happening here, yeah? I don't think so. And I think he uh, goes up to the man and you guys see... Uh, the person in question that they're pestering is a... It's hard to say, really. You would think they resemble somewhat what uh, Seer looks like. Except their hair isn't exactly on fire. It seems more like a, a redhead. A dark tan skin. You see, like, uh, although peasant clothing, so like a, a tunic you do see that there are some uh, jewelry around him and he has some uh, a little bit of uh, makeup on. It reminds you of the entertainers that you'd see from the Yellow District. Why he's in the house is beyond you. And I think what, uh, yeah, I uh, think what Sigurd says is he knows how to get into the tent and he will. Show us the way, won't you, boy? And you just see the man, like, struggling as he's just saying, I, I can't. He'll kill me. He'll kill me. Oh, hush. Hush. You will show us the way into the tent, won't you? And you just see, like, his backhand, like, going down, like, uh, the Genasi's cheek. It seems like uh, they're looking for a uh, back way into uh, the tent without getting seen. 
for what you guys uh, think their intentions are, it's beyond you. Could line, it could be different. Well, if you would have worked with us, we know of, well, we think we know of a way to get into the tent. This is not necessary. Oh, really? Really. And you just see Sigurd step up to you within five feet. And uh, just uh, how tall is Luya again? Not very tall. <laughs> yeah, like five four, five six, like yeah. something like that. This guy is close to seven feet, and he just looks down at you, craning his neck downward. And what would that be? If you guys took the time to actually investigate properly instead of causing chaos and commotion and harming other people, you would notice that, well, we've been taking care of business, and that business is these lights. And if you would let us get rid of the enemy, we wouldn't have an issue. The enemy? Who would that be, exactly? The clowns, the elf, the slaves, everyone in this damn town. No, that's just where you're wrong. So, get your information correct. Release the man. Who's going to make me? We could. Looks up at Mavet, looks towards Mega, looks towards you. And you see his eyes glance to the side. You don't know what what. <clears throat> Could I try and deduce? What's yeah. That? Go right ahead. It's low DC. Uh, make a insight. Insight sounds good. Um, Can I guidance myself? Just a little boop on the Fuck nose. It. Yeah. <laughs> boop yourself on the nose. I'll give it to you. Yeah. You know. He's looking at Atticus. Okay. And uh, I think uh, what he does say next is, why do you always interfere with what we do? We are all working towards the same goal. We clearly are not. So, really help us. Truly help us. And we will all be free of this nightmare. Everyone in this town. Not just us. Alright. Do you like odds or evens? I always like odds. Make me a 1d4 roll. And you said you liked odds? Sure do. Yep, three. Alright. This is what I'll give you. He doesn't start a combat. He... Just grits his teeth. He sees he's overnumbered. And I'm going to let that insight ride. And you can use this to your advantage. Is that they're not... They're not idiots when it comes to combat. From the way that they see it, you guys match their numbers. Not to mention you have someone that they can't touch. So you have a feeling that they would escape before fighting. Mm -hmm. Um... Towards this, I uh, think uh, he does not relent, though. He does not let go of the prisoner that they have. I think uh, what he would ask is, How much is he worth to you? Have you figured out how to take these shackles off? Bites his tongue. None of us have figured out how to take off the shackles. Alright, I can assure you we have more information on that than you ever will, so... Bullshit! How far is Atticus from me? Is he within 120 feet of me? Yeah, I'd imagine. Because I'm just out like in a building across the street. Mm. So, uh, Would we have picked up his shackles when they fell? I imagine we would have kept them, but they might be on... Atticus would have at least kept them if no one else did. Well, what if I told you that we already figured it out? Someone in the party, they are free. I'd believe it if I could see it, but they're all invisible. Release the man and we will show you. Are the are the shackles still invisible? I just wanted to speci- uh, specify that for you. Like, uh, when they come off, they are no longer invisible. Okay. He's just saying, like, when they're attached, you can't see them. 
Uh, repeat that one more time, Aluya, because I interrupted you. I said, uh, what did I say? Uh, release the man and we will show you. Make a persuasion. I'm not good at this. Oh, maybe I am. Yeah, that's more than enough. Elzar. And you just see him, Elzar, look up. Let him go. What do you mean, let him go? I got him right here. Let him go. Throws him onto the ground. Well, let's see it, girl. Just hear Elzar say as he just drops the uh, drops the man. I'm going to uh, message Atticus. Atticus, if you could be so kind as to step out of the dwelling, we will all step out. Show him the shackles. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure no one knows where I am. If you could unstealth yourself, that would be great. You are a master, but we need to see you currently. Atticus, like, walks from the shadows if he's doing this grand reveal. No one is surprised. Really, Simon, step outside, everyone. I want to do an inside check to see if he notices that no one's surprised. You can. You, you can. Go right ahead. PC2. Just, just exits from the shadows like Batman. <laughs> no one is surprised. Not my vet, no one. Atticus is a very pale person, right? You've never, you've, you've never seen him as red in the face as he is right now. <laughs> as he sheepishly pulls up the handcuffs. Before you do that, make me one perception check. When did Atticus become a Genasi? Uh, 29. That's really good. Easily, before you pull out those shackles, you notice someone familiar, watching you guys all from a distance. Guy kind of looks like Steve Buscemi, watching you guys, watching this all unfold. Do you still show your shackles? Yeah, what are they going to do to me? I mean, (laughs) they don't have a kill switch anymore. No kill switch. So, yeah, I think this is the time to show them. Hmm. You show them. And Sigurd's reaction is, what the hells? What the hells? How? And I want to give a little wake to Steve Buscemi. See, Steve Buscemi smile at you from a distance. It seems like he's just talking to himself. How did you do this? You mean you haven't figured out? I mean, it was really quite easy. In fact, we've all done it. Deception. My best skill. I think uh, what he does is he swings his arms, not not in an attack. You know, like uh, when people are uh, uh, angry, they'll typically move their arms around. I feel like he swings his arms in gesture and uh, uh, taps Aluya's like uh, uh, wrist, and he just stares down at her wrist and looks back at you. And I think he just says, "Bullshit." Well. At the very least, you have to recognize the rules. Right now, there's only one of us that can hurt, or let's say kill, the others without consequence. Intimidation with advantage, because that's damn good. <laughs> 20. Okay, good Thank 20. God for advantage. <laughs> well, I got the 20 on the first one anyway. So. <laughs> it works. You, you got him. He's not quaking in the boots. He just takes a reflexive, like, step back, make a little bit more distance, and just stares daggers into you, as I think he says, Fine, you have the upper hand. You're a free bird. 
get the fuck out of here. And he doesn't mean get the fuck out of this house. He means just leave. Go. But there's so much more fun to be had. What do you find fun? Don't you feel it in the air? Yes. Yes, I feel it in the air. (laughs) Yes, I feel it. What is in the air? He looks at the tree. Uh, Seems you picked up another weirdo, haven't you? (laughs) What is that? It's a tree. Yes. You know, they they grow from the ground. They leaves sometimes. They don't walk and they sure as hell don't talk. That's awfully close-minded of you. Pop that, are you going to take that from him? He hasn't given me anything. You could join us, help us take care of the problem, or, you know, just, like, stay out of the way and stop causing shit. He just grumbles. And I think what he does say is, Fine, you caught us at a disadvantage. One of your friends wormed his way out of our chains. What do you mean, get in the way? I mean, like this? This is not necessary. What she means is, if you're gonna, like, help, you should, like, do it on the ones that actually make a difference. Like the butcher. The butcher? (laughs) Have you taken a look in his shop? Last I saw, everything was, like, rotting. We were, like, on the way. You remember why we're here? Yeah. Like, just over the table, does everyone remember, like, uh, the three, like, uh, 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 objectives you guys were given when uh, coming here? Nope, as I wasn't. You have no excuse. You were listening to the fucking podcast. Oh, no, but I wasn't on the ship. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, One was to figure out why uh, the, the route, the, the yep. trade route, Yep, to open up the route. So essentially yeah. uh, opening up the gates, making sure people don't get injured. That was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, figure out what happened to the traveling uh, soldiers and eliminate any threat to the Giuliano government. And I think he just says, we found the soldiers. <laughs> and you just hear them all just chuckling. Found them all on meat hooks. You should have seen them. Flailed. How do you think they're eating here? They're eating human flesh. Oh, Reese had a buffet, didn't you, Reese? And you just see, like, uh, the ogre just nod with a sinister smile as he takes out a bit of jerky. It doesn't look like traditional jerky as he's munching down on it. The man's a sick fuck coming from us. Oh, so we're supposed to be intimidated because they ate a couple humans? No, no, no. The town is starving. Billingsley. Everyone needs to eat. And they're just eating all the travelers, all the merchants, the soldiers coming through. We got one problem solved. We know where they're going. Unfortunately, they won't be able to hold weapons anymore. Or walk. Or see their families. So, congratulations, guys. You know... What, or at least one of the objectives is complete. Just uh, two more to go. Yay! It's like, if you really want to, like, I don't know, get into, like, the tent and deal with, like, the ringmaster, it's actually a lot better if we, like, 
take out people like the Butcher, because they make it harder, you know? What do you mean, they make it harder? Oh, you don't know that either? Just kind of like tilts his head. <laughs> what don't I know, Otter? Just like, uh, looks over. Should I, like, should I tell him? You guys have spent your entire time here not really getting much information, just digging about, and I don't get it. I think Atticus is just going to kind of just point over his shoulder to, like, the black dead districts behind them. He's grinding his teeth on being berated and not being able to fight back fairly. Um, so what? No lights, looks black. What difference does it make? It makes quite a difference. How? You had a chat with the tall, thin elf man? You were talking to Thimrath? Yes. He just looks down towards the Genasi, then back at you guys. I'm tired of playing games. Spell it out. Lay it down. I'm not tired of playing games. Olya, are you tired of playing games? Well, it seems like this is all we're going to do today, is play games. Eddie, games? Yes or no? Honestly, I could use a smoke break, but it's getting really tense in here, you know, brah? I know, I, I agree. Mavet, games? Yes? No? I like games, but man over there seems like he needs help. Can I go help? Personally, I'd love to see that. What does Mavet do? Walks over to man on ground that they were being mean to. Okay, they're watching you. Picks him up and walks him to Atticus. Okay. Now we're going to have to have a, a little bit of an athletics. <laughs> Roll me th- uh, athletics check, please. You know, part of me wanted Mavet to just, like, make a little hole and then stick the man's legs into the hole and then rebury it. It's like, there. <laughs> now he'll get better. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you beat me by a mile. You see, like, Elzar, like, putting a foot down on the person's chest, but you easily, like, bring the person up and, uh, uh, put him over your shoulder. They have no bargaining chip anymore. They don't have anything of use. He's got his foot on a guy's chest and Mavet just picks him up and like, yep. knocks him over. Yeah, it's essentially what happens. It's comical. Like, Elzard just, like, maybe falls on his ass. You hear, like, the rattle of his uh, armor as he falls. So I would take him to um, Atticus and drop him down, and then I would go, if the guy is still on his foot, I would go over and attempt to help him up. Yeah, uh, you you do, and uh, the guy goes, thank you. Yeah, he screams looking at you. (laughs) I pat him on the head and then go back to Atticus since he's fixed now. Okay, yeah, you you, you have him up. So what's the game plan now? You're not sure if they have any more information than you guys do. Um, You're not sure if they showed their hand, but they no longer have, like, a hostage. It seems like you guys mainly defused uh, uh, the situation. All right, look, seems like we're at an impasse here, so you guys go play cards or, I don't know, paint, woodwork, just chill out, don't harm people, we will take care of the business, and you will realize we did good and everyone will be free. Sigurd takes a deep breath. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Hey, Elzar, want to play some cards? And you just see him chuckle a bit. Hey, Reese, would you like to play a game? And you just see him chuckle as well. You're right. We'll go play some cards and have some fun. 
When I say cards, I don't mean hurting people, destruction. Like, literally sit down, play some old maid. I don't know. Just stay out of the way and be good. They begin to walk outside, and he checks you. He does a body check as he uh, walks by you. And uh, they begin to walk outside unless anyone impedes their progress. No, not me. Okay. Yeah, it seems like uh, they're heading back to your uh, original district. Uh, there, it seems like they are heading towards uh, the blue, perhaps the purple district. But you guys uh, saved a man, a Genasi, no less. Seer is in that district, so I will—I don't know—start making my way there from another direction. Oh, well, keep in mind, like if you—I'm uh, not sure if I had the map open. Do I? Yeah, I do. Okay, so uh, looking at the map, there are two ways to get to the blue district. It's on two uh, uh, hills. So if you want, you can. Like, uh, take the long way about, go around, uh, by the Eld District. Although you're not sure how safe or dangerous the Eld District is. Um, but you can go around. Go from, uh, North Gate while they're going from, uh, the South. Um. If you'd like to spend your time that way. No. Heck no, I'm not going towards the Yellow District. Okay. Um, what do you guys think we should do? Because Seer is gonna be alone with the Abiku. They're going mm. that way. Hello? Well, like... It's as you guys were saying, right? They're not allowed to hurt the little dude. Yeah, they can't uh, kill her, but they can hurt her. Yes. Ah, uh, I forgot that was an option. And and just so you know, Leah, because I'm still letting that initial insight ride from like uh, uh, Sigurd basically uh, looking at all of you. He did take note that one of you were missing, although didn't verba- uh, verbally look le- uh, 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 voice it. He was looking around for one more member of your group, but never found him. Right. Well, honestly, I think we should go check on Sir. I don't trust them. They seem like they were looking around, couldn't find her. I can only assume they know where we were. Uh, it's like a real shame we couldn't give them an alternative activity that they like doing. That would have been an interesting perspective. They could have spent the time to kill the butcher. That would have helped everyone greatly. But you tell them not to do anything, right? Uh, yes, well... Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, to be perfectly honest, I was waiting for Mega's suggestion to pop up. <laughs> but he did initially bring it up. They declined. Yeah, I did bring it up. And then you kind of just, just like went back right around to just like sit down and be good little boys and girls and behave. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> I, I guess I was following uh, uh, what Luya was saying better. I apologize, Mega. I don't think I gave your suggestion the proper time day it deserved. But that's well, uh, they kind of had hinted that they already killed him, which we know they didn't do because the green district is still green. So that's mm-hmm. where it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, they they didn't claim that they killed the butcher. They just claimed that they went into his shop. Correctamundo. Huge difference. Above table, didn't you just wave to him, Atticus? Oh, I waved to... No, I waved to uh, Steve Buscemi. Yep, Steve Buscemi, who's watching you guys. <laughs> they have their own sniper. But, uh, yeah, I guess, like, people always tell me that getting hurt hurts, so I guess we should go? Yes, probably Also, best. I guess, like, we still need the Abitku in case we need to, like, make more cure, right? Yes. At the very least, we don't want him... Wandering around unchecked. Mm. So I feel like just to avoid us running around in circles and just be a little bit more open with you guys 
and uh, present options. I'm going to allow a roll, and I think I'm going to allow a skill check, uh, a group skill check with this. Uh, anyone familiar with uh, the uh, raw rules of a skill check? Just make sure. Or specifically a group skill check. Just the DM sets a DC? Well, it's more specific towards the DM sets a DC, but when you do a group skill check, again, like everyone does it differently. Like uh, Usually the way I do it is uh, if anyone in the group uh, meets it, it just happens. But uh, occasionally like a... Uh, I, want sh- I shouldn't say a variation, but at least from what I read. Uh, group skill check is uh, when, like, the actual group, everyone rolls a singular skill. And when, I believe, uh, half or over a majority makes it, uh, everyone succeeds. I think the only exception is with uh, stealth, where uh, that you have to do individual checks. But uh, just to explain my logic here, because I feel like this is a group effort for achieving this information... Um, what skill would actually fit this? Let me look at the skill list really quick. Is it detecting if they're going there? No, 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 nothing like that. This is just information I'm giving you guys. Um, uh, not related uh, to uh, the group. I basically want to have a deduction, and I feel like a investigation would fit. I want everyone to make me an investigation, and I'm going to make this low. Uh, DC fourteen. Only two people need to pass for you guys to get this information. Just got to roll a 15. Yep, 15 or, uh, yeah, 14 or higher. So it's a 15, 18, uh, wherever the fuck uh, Eddie's is, 20, I believe, and uh, uh, 16. Everyone passes. All right, so let's uh, break down, like, how this has been working so far. And, uh, Eddie, I'm going to give you a little bit, too. So, specifically, with uh, how... uh, uh, this environment works. The purple district, the blue district, the green district, the red district, and the yellow district. If we uh, remember Atticus's encounter with uh, uh, Samuel, is that, uh, and I believe Mega noted this either last session or the session before, but uh, the man had a ring on to uh, manipulate the slime of his territory. And when he uh, caused the slime to attack Atticus... Uh, you could deduce that that was a device to manipulate the slime. Now, keep in mind, although you haven't experimented with it, the only time that the light has went out is when, uh, for lack of better words, Atticus saying general, the, well, I shouldn't even say general because that's what you're relating to Samuel and uh, people with the ring on. Uh, the slime amalgamation is much like a... Um, fat is the best way to put it, because I always reference that the slime is starving. Essentially, uh, when you starve this creature by taking on this fat, now that's uh, very important to note is that there is a person controlling the slime with the ring, and there is a fat sack. When you destroy this fat sack, the lights go out. You guys are having trouble because you guys can't find who is controlling the green district. Because you guys have already met the person. You guys can deduce that the Ubiku was in charge of the Green District. Although, since he was reborn, you didn't see him with a ring. But you guys did see his corpse. But unfortunately, that's somewhere in the Purple District. And when I'm saying corpse, Aluya, if you recall, there was a scene where you were leaving the manor and you seen his uh, body moving before you completely shattered it through a a thunderstep. Mm -hmm. So, 
that really puts out there that uh, there is a ring in the purple district that can control the green district. So if you guys wanted to, you don't have to fight the green district. You can control it. Now, uh, towards the blue district, just so I can tie up the loose ends with that one, because uh, Meg has been doing his part for the blue district. Um, I'm going to call this hindsight, because I want to say that this is a revelation overall. And uh, mostly because I believe I've forgotten to make you make perception checks or mention this offhand. But the, uh, the owner of the orphanage, the hag, also does have a ring. Although, not much use is going to do for her with uh, the blue district being so black um i feel like i want to go over one more point and i know this is a bit of an info dump i just want to reiterate every what you guys have been experiencing so far uh to explain the lights and what atticus did with his uh, perception check like i've been describing these amalgamations uh the slime when it goes to attack you i explain this as a fat sack when you destroy this fat sack the slime tries to feed off of its other uh fat sacks which goes in line with the purple district going black and eating away at the blue district, basically trying to save itself. Um, did I forget anything else? No, I feel like, I, I know that was a lot, and it's, uh, I, I probably didn't do the best job organizing my thoughts with that, but I hope I got the point across. General, ring, fat sack. <laughs> so you guys can do with that information as you will. But going, uh, 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 you know, guns a blazing isn't the only tactic that you guys have at your disposal. Well, seeing as our, our party is much dumber than I thought, <laughs> because I didn't realize that three of us had minus one to intelligence. Maybe we should just charge in there. I would just like to like put in perspective here that at best, if you have like an eight intelligence, it really just means you di- you wouldn't have finished high school. That doesn't make you dumb. <laughs> That's the, that's the same thing I'm, I, I've am i been saying. I had one of my buddies say, like, oh, I have eight intelligence, so that means I'm dumb as rocks. I'm like, no, it just means you're slightly below. It's... I, will also mo- I will also note that uh, intelligence more refers to, like, your knowledge of the world uh, rather than your willingness to put yourself in obvious danger. That's more of a wisdom role. <laughs> in the purple district, uh, Atticus, did you steal Samuel's ring or did you leave it on him? Uh... I honestly don't remember. I can't recall, but we're going to assume that Atticus is smart and that he has uh, the Purple District's ring. Just give you the benefit of the doubt. But- I think Atticus just likes things that are look expensive. So. Yes. <laughs> so, Purple District's ring belongs to Atticus. Blue District uh, belongs to Hag. Green District belongs to the Bikku, whose corpse is in the Purple District. Uh, so far, you don't know who's in charge of the Red District. You don't uh, you, it's, it's pretty obvious who's in charge of the L district. So, Fruit Man, what are our options? Hey, what if, like, what if we could get, like, maybe a ring that controls the green district and then get it to feed on the yellow district? Yes, that's a good idea. Um, do you remember where that is? Like, I wasn't at the graveyard, but I'm assuming it's, like, still there? Just looks at Aluya. You went with the little dude, right? I'm sorry, what was that? I was typing. What was going on? Who went we're, with me? We're trying to figure out where the, the ring is, so... Which ring? The, the green district ring. Um, It was left on him. He's just kind of sitting at the front of the door, his body. Yeah, you, your, your character is the only one that 
saw him before he exploded. So we we all think that the like like literally you and Seer were the only two people that actually investigated the graveyard. So we have no knowledge that you haven't that you don't share. <laughs> um, I think Seer was the only one that went to the graveyard because that's where she went to hide. Um, no, you you did both because like you again you you blew up the body. <laughs> No, the, the that was at the house. Yeah, the, the body blew up in front of the uh, door of the purple district of the manor. Because the the body came to the door, then. Uh, oh, sorry, I was thinking of a. Oh, sorry, I was thinking yeah. of a different body. Uh, but that still doesn't change the fact that only Luya knows currently. Yeah, because I I saw the aftermath. I saw you after you you exploded it, but I didn't see it when I was at the door. Well, uh, we could check the pieces of the body. It should be outside somewhere in front of the manor. As you guys are talking, Mavet is going to sit down and pull some branches out of his back and lay them down. Also, we've never really discussed uh, what are you? My name is Mavet Soha Fidash. Yes, but uh, where are you from? Like, Like, what are your people? So, I want to paint the scene that Mavet is, as he was sitting there laying out the sticks in an ornate order, you see his face just freeze up and go blank. Like he's trying to remember something, but not a thing is coming to his mind. And as we pan into Mavet's brain, if anyone has ever played Mass Effect, uh, when Shepard is having that flashback of the alien race, that's essentially what he sees of his past. You can't piece anything together. Uh, I I don't know what to say. Um, sorry, just a quick out of character thing. The red district ring is owned by the DJ. Is that what we figured out? We can assume. We don't. We don't know. Confir- There's no confirmation of it. Got it. Thank you. It is under heavy suspicion. But of course, the the butcher doesn't have the green district one. So well, a. Green District One, because uh, unless unless Gray overexplained and like said something erroneous, it appears that there might be multiple rings per district capable of controlling the slimes. Because uh, the only the only thing I think about that is because he keeps calling them the ring. Which well, my issue here is that if the Hag potentially has a ring, then uh, then that leads into a question of why the mayor was able to control the slimes like he did. Without a ring. Well, because he had the purple ring, she had the blue ring. Well, no, the no, the guy that you held hostage, that noble, he had a ring. Oh, you're talking about uh, Thimarath? Samuel. Samuel, yes. Yeah, no, Sam, Samuel had the purple ring. John, John is correct. John is correct because uh, I, I know it's a little confusing with how close the purple and blue. I think Thimarath has some ability over the slime, just in general. Let's uh, clear up the confusion it's just, a little It's just bit. kind of like a really inconsistent thing if he doesn't own, if that man did not own a ring but was still able to control the slimes. So that's why, like, I'm, it just seems more likely than that there are multiple rings that could potentially control slimes. Yeah. So let's uh, clarify that by an investigation on the ring so I can uh, give you guys uh, a straightforward answers. Atticus, you do have a ring. Just make me an uh, investigation. Oh, God. You see a little bit of white in the ring. That's it. Uh, just for the audience, uh, six uh, investigation. But yes, there are multiple rings. Uh, 
You guys can impose if it's, like, specifically, like, you know, a ring per district, or if it's a ring that can control the slime in general. It's all up to your speculation. But there are multiple rings for, uh, you know, from what you guys can see for multiple districts. Yep. I'll, I'll impose a different rule. Eddie's going to look at him. Hey, what did that ring always have white on it? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I can give, with your passive, I can at least uh, uh, specify. It seems like it, it seems like it's remnants of bone. And uh, uh, from that, Atticus, if you want, you can make me a history check. This one's going to be a fairly low DC. Well, history is even better. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You, uh, with the negative one to your history, you got an 18. So uh, from uh, what you can speculate from this and uh, from what you know specifically you... Uh, you understand to kill the slime, you eat at its fear. To control it, on the other hand, it could be a, a different emotion. Thinking about Exultria and uh, their uh, attachment towards happiness and joy, specifically what keeps uh, the slime fed and its endless hunger, you think it's leading it on much like a carrot to a pig on a stick. That makes sense to you. It's leading it. Um, towards uh, the white and uh, the ring, you're fairly certain that's a, possibly a fang, maybe teeth, from what you can look at it, from what you can think of, perhaps Thimreth has uh, <laughs> taken away someone's teeth to make this uh, apparatus work. And they, they don't look like, obviously, like human teeth, animal teeth, like much like has seen it, a lot of teeth. It's much towards... Uh, the kind, like, uh, I know it's very, I know it's highly specific, but I'll give it to you with uh, uh, your high check. You can, uh, yeah, it's a fairly safe assertion that uh, he has taken the teeth from an Exultrian to make this work. Um, just as a playing around with this thing, uh, I'm going to try to, like, I guess, think happy thoughts and see if I can cause anything to happen with the nearby slime. You're gonna think happy thoughts? I guess. Oh. Atticus isn't happy a lot, but he thinks like... Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So let me uh, specify. You're on the right track, but uh, you're, you're being creative with, uh, creative with it. I, I can give you that, but you don't feel like that's the proper way of doing it. But nevertheless, we're gonna go through with it. First, I want you to make a charisma save. Seven. Roll me 1d4. 1. You take uh, one charisma damage, and uh, do you, uh, how many two mint slots do you have? Three. Yeah. Three. Okay. I think I've uh, t- yep. Take off one because you are now attuned to this ring, and from now on, if any encounter happens in the green district, I have uh, some special rules for you. But from what you can gather, is uh, while sacrificing a bit of your happiness to attune to the ring. It's not powerful enough to control the slime as a whole. And much like Mega's speculation, there can be multiple rings to control a singular district. But with how powerful the ring is, it's secular to one district. So within the green district, if you ever have an encounter, just mention that ring and I got a few things for you to look at. But not right now, unfortunately enough. Any other experiments? Any other questions? Go right ahead. You're like frowning a lot more than you usually do. Well, I'm just trying to add that to my inventory. <laughs> yep. And just clarify, I said damage, I meant terrain. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. Sorry, I get those confused once in a while. 
But yeah, like, if we're worried about the little dude, I think we should start moving. I mean, they're in the same, around the same location anyway. And I think it would be a bad idea if we, like, left the ring that's there lying around in case someone picked it up. I agree. And you you do see the uh, the man, uh, the guy you saved, uh, the Genasi, uh, sheepish, uh, sheepishly look away at that. Doesn't say anything, though. He's, like, uh, looking over to the dude. Hey, like, you're married, right? He cocks an eyebrow, nods, and says... Yeah, I am married. Uh, my wife, Julian, <laughs> just uh, just uh, like springs up and just goes, oh, where is she? Don't worry, we put her someplace safe. Where? I can take her to if you want. Oh, please. Just uh, Eddie just starts like strolling out the door. <laughs> mm, and he falls like a dog. And eventually you guys uh, head over to the elven woman and they embrace each other. And just goes, they're gone now. They're gone and just stroking her hair as they go into a deep hug. And I think he would uh, look back at you and just goes, if there's anything I can do to repay you, just, just say the word. Thank you. Uh, heaven's above. God's above. Thank you. Worry about it. Just gotta, just gotta be chill when we can, you know? Mm. Although, did they, like, say anything before we got there? Just asking they asked a thousand questions and i tried i tried to answer but I, our lives are in danger if we answer the questions we'll die if we don't answer the questions we'll die They're wondering about the tent about the duke about the rings about the lights they're asking everything they're like you know things but you can't say them they're asking how to get into the tent to kill thimrith i say if I so, say so much as a peep, they'll kill her. And he looks at the elf. Kill her right in front of me. They'll make me watch. When she comes back, they'll kill her again. When she comes back? He takes a moment, looks at you. We're in the eye of a storm. Anything that dies comes back. Just kind of like, a bit maybe absentmindedly, just like looks up a little bit, knowing that's not what he literally means, but... yeah. <laughs> And just just for uh, clarity's sake, because you've done your fair bit of killing recently with uh, NPCs, um, uh, when you do the killing blow, you disintegrate the corpse, bring to ash. I usually allow for flavor, but for a mechanical effect, just for shits and giggles, you, you've noticed that, or actually, you don't know, but uh, you, the player, uh, know that uh, if, it, if there is no body, no Genasi rises. And nor does uh, a Graveborn. Uh, but then Eddie kind of like thinks on another thing and talks to him again. Mm. But wait, like, how would they know if you said anything? And he looks at the buildings, the green glow, and he speaks as quietly as he can. He can hear everything. Everything. So I think 10 minutes have passed. Gray, while you were gone, I was setting out some gym inlaid sticks what <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so i feel this is the perfect time to use this i uh the, since it's gonna be hard for me to link it um either john or mega can you link the spell augury yeah uh, i'm yeah i can look at it but yeah i'm familiar with the spell so, okay so basically um 
of us asking him questions and him telling us the answers to our questions. Uh, that's what I want to see the result of. Uh, do you feel comfortable telling me about the entity? Or would you prefer to keep that a secret? Secret. Got you. So it looks like, uh, if I'm reading this correctly, it, it, you're not asking a question. No? Employer? I'm, I'm asking a course of action. So the course of action is, if we question this man and he's answering us, will the results be good or bad? And I don't know if that applies to him or us, so that's up to you. And you sure you want to use it for this? Like, uh, make sure you have your wording down right. Yes. Okay, repeat repeat it one more time so I can uh, think it over. Us questioning him and giving us the answers to our questions. Whoa, and I kind of want to imagine, like, uh, the way you... Can you flavor the way you received this answer? So, uh, how you could describe how they gnar the sticks that are gemin-laden gnarl and twist into a specific image of woe. Like, uh, would you like to do the character, or would you prefer it be ahead of yourself? Uh, the sticks are in front of me while I'm sitting down, so I would assume they would just move, like, kind of like a Ouija board taking over. Oh, that's badass. So yes, that happens, and uh, woe is the answer. So what do you do with that information? Then mm. I say we let this man go, and we pursue on to different course atticus with your passive perception you notice something weird first of all i should ask where is everybody i know mega's outside uh mavet you said you're setting up sticks is anyone else in the house no we would have all been outside yeah no i, I was i was talking to mavet because i was very curious about his past so atticus you notice uh looking back at the house that's at 180 like it, it tw- uh, rotated 180 degrees. Windows are repaired. Looks like there's no damage. Cool. Yep, that's it. No, this is done. I might have to just keep some of the slime. Yeah, like uh, you notice as you're experimenting that you can uh, manipulate the environment as well. So, uh, can I make just as a, a thing? Does the house look like any uh, fancier, more I guess gothic in style? Hmm. Oh, do you want it to make it look like it? Or are you asking if that's what it looks like? Well, I'm just, I, I was just kind of wondering with Atticus's kind of uh, subconscious influence, if it's going to look more like what he would design the house to you look You know like. what? Yeah, like if you experiment with the house, if you flick your wrist, you can make the house rotate. And uh, through your subconscious, I'm going to go along with that train of thought. I'm going to say like as you're experimenting, the house's architecture uh, uh shifts towards gothic you see like uh the door frames the wood turned to stone hmm. interesting yeah and if you ever have an encounter in the green district i'll give you like uh, some tools to play with um again uh anything else uh Luya, i haven't heard from you in a while like what's going on through your head i know i gave you kind of an info dump things are happening around you what's Luya doing what's she thinking um, I think Leah's thoughts are just to get back to Seer. So she's waiting for the party to group up and try and get to her as fast as we can. All right. Is that the plan? Yeah. I mean, yep. Okay. Because uh, I know, Mega, you got interrupted during your little thing. Is there any more questions you'd like to ask the elf? Or is that where you're cutting it off? Or not the elf, sorry, the Genasi. But it's like uh, to follow up after what he said. Uh, well, like, you could always come to one of the dark districts if you're worried. He looks around, and Atticus, you do notice, although you're not controlling it, you do see, like, uh, perhaps, like, an alley, like, uh, a tentacle, like, uh, basically wrapping around a corner. And uh, I I think he just goes, 
Megan, can you make me a persuasion? Because I'm thinking like about this guy's mentality and he's hedging his bets if he goes to uh, the black district or I should say the dark districts. Oh yeah, you're persuasive. You're super chill with the 20. Like uh, he just, uh, he just says, can you, can you protect us? Is, is he going to get us? Uh, we have a bunch of friends right now in the, I guess the old purple district. Ye old purple like, district. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, it's like if we all stick together, we can all stay safe, right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And he begins to cry and like steam comes from like uh, the tears on his cheek. So yeah, if uh, there's nothing else, they will follow along to uh, the purple district as you uh, guys uh, go towards there. I assume you guys are immediately trying to find uh, Luya in the Biku. See her? Uh, I would. I found Luya. She's right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I meant, uh, yeah. Did I say Luya? I meant to say uh, Seer. Uh, Seer and uh, the Biku. I would be. I can't speak for anyone else. Don't hear any interjections. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, that's fine with me. Mm, okay. Um, as you uh, guys are going along, you uh, get to the Purple District. You meet up with uh, uh, Seer and the Biku. Uh, is Samuel tied up? No, we... I let him go a while ago. Yeah, thank you. Uh, wasn't there a mob that was beating the shit out of him? I vaguely remember saying that. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. I left I'm him happy. free and the elves took over. Yeah. Uh-huh. X gonna give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's the song I said. Oh, my God. Yes. That was so good. I really wish I had the rights to X gonna give it to you. Oh, fuck. All right. Um, I'm going to do a quick check for uh, Seer to see what kind of information she has for you guys. Uh, just normal roll. Yeah, no. Um, uh, nothing has changed. Uh, the Biku has just been muttering about, uh, just uh, uh, saying nonsense, trying to get her eyes out of her. Um, Samuel is beaten in the corner. Like, have you guys ever seen Peter Griffin after he takes an a- accident, like arm behind the back and shit like that, like face down on the ground? That's uh, kind of, yeah, that's that's what Samuel Yeah, the, the, like. the, basically the pose every time he falls down a stair. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yes, uh, any questions? Uh, anything you guys are doing? She seems safe. It doesn't seem like they're after her. But where's the abic in the room with him? Um, let's define it because we never really talked about where you guys are holding them. Besides, you know, him being in a chair and being evacuated from the building. Um, John, I'll leave this up to you since you take a lot of control with his uh, position. Like, uh, where would you guys be? Uh, keep in mind, there's no good buildings anymore, and it's uh, the purple district is pretty sparse. Yeah, I mean, I think we had said that we found like a like a kind of shaft type structure. Yeah, that sounds about right. So we were that's where we took a long rest, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say his chair is over a pile of dust. Um, and uh, yet yeah, he's still there. Tongue is not off. Um, looks like he's still looking for ways to kill himself, but he doesn't have a lot of options. Um, so what do you guys do? Check all of his bindings, make sure. Uh, make me investigation. And, uh, let me just make a check for him, cause, uh, fuck it. I'm on a guidance, Atticus. That's fine. Just a boop. Just a boop? Just a boop. Dude, for shits and giggles. Okay. Well, I got a non-natural one. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, just going off of everyone else's, uh, uh, like, uh, passive, like, investigation, um, it, the binding seemed fine. Okay. Anything else you guys would like to do? Any kind of investigation in the Purple District? You still know there's a ring somewhere. Oh, yeah, I would like to. Because I know that the body blew up, I will actively search for that ring. 
make me a uh, investigation. And let's make this a group effort. Uh, again, same rolls. Everyone make a investigation half and over, and uh, you guys uh, perhaps find something. I will guidance myself. Got an at 20. Woof. Okay. Everyone else? Eight. <laughs> okay. Nope. Okay. That's enough for me to tell you something. Um, You guys don't find the ring, and it's not that you, your guys' eyes are bad. You guys just can't find the ring. Um, Make me... What's a good hindsight check? I, I'm feeling. I mean, insight. I got a nat twenty. Does it give us anything? Well, it's it, it did give you something. You know that the ring's not here anymore. Uh, give me a hindsight check. Give me an insight or a history. You're the one. But I assume you want insights since that's your better. Yeah, that's. Hmm. I'll roll my d6. Yeah, it, that's super important right now. I'm gonna make a roll right now as well. Put in GM. Son of a bitch. Of course, I roll three. Um. So, like, uh, thinking over the conversation that you had with uh, the other group, they were lying a fair bit about what they knew and what they didn't know, specifically about the lights. It seems like they were probing you guys for information, but you guys didn't say anything. And it appears that they made some sort of connection. At what point, you don't know. But it looks like uh, at some point, this ring was nabbed. Now... Keep in mind, Seer was here in the district this entire time, and you guys had a busy day, but you guys were present, and you didn't see anyone from the other group grab the ring. Uh, towards... Except for one member was here. Yep, and that's the important part. And keep in mind, she got a 7 perception. Um, so whatever happened, like, I, I'm going to tell you guys right now, like, uh, if I were to have the entire group come in, I'd have them roll all individually, and let me tell you, uh, over half of that group is not stealthy. So if the entire group came in, there's no way they would have made a pass here. If the entire group came in. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you guys are missing a ring. Oh, I think I get it. So Eddie looks at the group. It's like, uh, actually really quick. When Eddie was in the Red District, uh, did there happen to be a casino? There was a nightclub, but no casino per se. Um, we did say there is a smoking den. We did say, yeah, like, you know what? I, I can say that there is a gambling den, but by no means like a, uh, you know, a full out fucking you know casino. I, yeah, but, yeah, I got what you mean. There is a gambling all, den. That's all you really needed. Yes. 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 Yeah. It's like, when they were saying they were going to play cards, they actually meant it literally. They went to the Red District. Inspiration. God damn. That was, that was good, Mega. Holy shit. Do you have inspiration? I did not. Yeah. Take that shit. You earned it. God damn it. That was awesome. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> I always love those moments. So Mega is on something. Uh, can I... The the one dude's still with us, right? Rory? I want to check all of his stuff. Okay. Uh, anything in particular that you're looking for? Or are you just hoping to find something interesting? I want to see if he nabbed the ring when he came here the first time. Ooh. Okay, that's really, really, really good. I'm not even going to have you make a check for that. You find the ring, right on Rory, and I feel like uh, it's uh, like maybe in like... Uh... I imagine that I, kind of using my infestation, I just kind of have the bugs climb all over him without him noticing, and then they do the searching and pull it out. Yeah, so as you do that, he goes, uh, uh, what in the blaze? Stop! Stop! 
and he's just like you know like shuffling about his uh, clothes moving around in random directions what the hells are you doing uh so what is this that you have you see his like you see shadow go down case over his eyes as he moves around the corners of his mouth it's a ring funny it looks a lot like my ring uh perhaps it is well it certainly is now um, and then I'll, I'll just hand it to Aluya. Okay. So which ring do I currently in possession of? This would be green. It it's be the green. one that the Obuku had. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I should specify more. We should associate, uh, colors with, uh, uh, the people themselves. So we got a blue hag, we got a green Obuku, we got a purple noble, so on and so forth. But you do have a ring that can control the slime. Okay. There you go. And if you do want to attune to it, you just got to feel joy. With it on your uh, like uh, on your person, but once you do, it will tune to a, uh, a district. So pick wisely. Um, now, what I'm gonna do is uh, take off my amulet and drop it in and put it back on. Look, I know what you're thinking. No, I wasn't gonna use it for anything nefarious. I just didn't want the others to get it. You guys just left it out in the open. And but like, if you knew that it was dangerous, then why didn't you tell us? Looks uh, towards uh. Eddie and just says, I know it's dangerous, but I don't know if you're dangerous as well. Everyone seems to be a psychopath around here. I mean, I don't see the problem with that, honestly. I mean, you can trust me, right? I'm like the chillest one here. You see a, a skull tumble through the wind in the background. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually not sure if he ever caught a glance of uh, that thing with Street Rat, but you guys were in the shelter, so yeah, no, I'm not going to say he seen anything. You say that you didn't want to use the ring for nefarious purposes, but you knew quite a bit of information still from the group, no? And you were withholding? Have you told me everything? No, but I am not trying to kill people at random. I'm not trying to kill people at random either. But you knew they were. Been trying to hold them back. It's not easy, you know. Uh, but yeah, like, I actually totally get that, though. Mm. Like, you know, I've, like, I've, like, fucked with a lot of people, you know? And I always see, like, a lot of weird stuff and uh, also, like, a lot of sad stuff. And a lot of times the people that I fuck with, they, like, they always feel powerless, you know? Always feeling like if they just had were a little bit stronger or like a little bit more charismatic that maybe their life wouldn't be so bad and maybe the other people in their life would be like chill with them too but but yeah no i totally get it though you can't like control something that's like way outside your league right when you say control something outside your league you see like sparks flare around his knuckle and his fists clench more and it dissipates. I have no idea what the hells you're talking about. Like, which part? I can explain it. All of it. Fucking, just... All these insights, this... Everything. You! And he just keeps his hands splayed. What are you? Like, Eddie? Clicks his tongue. I mean, if you're curious about fucking, we can always try it together. <laughs> On that note, um, Atticus, as a reminder, do you have inspiration? I do. 
Okay. And you just spent your D6. Give yourself another D6. I'm still impressed. Like, both of you got... Like, you, Mega, like, uh, bravo. You guys are catching on everything I'm putting down. Um, but, uh... uh I'm sorry, Mega. <laughs> I repeat the very last line that you said. <laughs> the, he says, like... Yeah. I mean, if you're curious, we could always try fucking together. I... But... Otter? And he's just thinking... Is he offering... Like... Or he's just thinking to himself... Is he offering me to fucking honor? <laughs> it's just Aluya in the background smacking her forehead. No! <laughs> like, look, it, everyone gets, like, nervous the first time, but, like, but it's really not so bad once you've breathed it in, you know? And I think he tilts his head a bit. What do you mean by fuck? Did you ever heard of mindfuck? Oh, grits his teeth. I'm sorry. No. I can't take that. I'm a man of a cloth. I mean, like, it's nothing, like, really bad or anything. Eddie, you feel a headache. (laughs) It hurts. A lot. And you see, like, uh, Eddie, the uh, Echo Knight, begin to flicker. And as you're dealing with that pain, you just see his eyes focusing on the Red District. And everyone does see, like, the lights begin to flicker in the Red District as well. Do we see that Eddie is in pain? Unless Eddie's hiding it. I don't believe so. No, I, I don't I don't think he would really know to hide it. <laughs> so it's just like he's just like this like stops like stops suddenly and is like gripping his head. How Yeah. It feels it feels as if like not connections you've made, but connections you feel are being severed. Mm, what's going on with Street Rat, y'all? He did. Did we forget to mention that? Ee, Mega killed him. <laughs> oh, well, we left a cliffhanger with a Smoky Eddie and Street Rat. No, that wasn't a cliffhanger. Things happened. Anyway, oh. uh, Eddie putting two and two together and like looking at Rory. I, I, I think they're killing. They're in, they're killing in the Red District right now. How would you know that? And he looks towards the Red District. My gods. And, uh, John, again, I use you as reference with your perception. You see some, like, buildings collapse and rebuild. Well, easier for us, I mean. Well, you'd think that if it wasn't for the walls that were ejecting from the ground. It seems as if the slime is trapping something. It's like, we need to go. It This, this hurts too much. Hmm. And as you look around, Eddie, you don't see Shadow Knight Eddie around you for a moment. Uh, Eddie? Eddie? Doesn't respond. Just, uh... I think probably for the first time that at least, like, you guys have ever met him, like, Eddie actually looks very distressed and shaky. And I think that freaks Atticus out. Probably because he's, he's fucked with Eddie plenty of times to know that for Eddie to feel something like that is really bad (laughs) yep and you guys see a wolf of fire as you see the district become wreathed in flames you see it spread to the water to the docks where you guys came in and you see your boat getting destroyed and consumed by fire what do you guys do eddie a bit panicky like starts looking around looks toward the red district and also probably for the first time actually seeing him run (laughs) Mm mm-hmm yeah. 
as you're running around, uh, the ground feels soft. It doesn't feel like rock anymore. It feels like you're bouncing rather than running. Something strange is happening. In fact, if you guys all look at the sky, not even just in this district, you see like uh, the illusion of a blue sky and a bright sun beginning to be eaten away as you see the everlasting night of Giuliano and the eye in the sky staring down at you guys. Does everyone just watch the Red District as it goes through emotions, or do you guys investigate and pursue? Because I know Mega's running. Everyone else? Yeah, I'm going after him. Yeah. We all go together. I would follow suit. So, as you guys are approaching the Red District, where do you guys go? There are walls now. Like, there is no entrance to the Red District. Do I sense, like, fear? Not from the slime, but yes. Well, no, no, not the slime, but like from people. Yes, you do feel fear. How tall are these walls? 30 feet high. Oof, okay. Yep, they are towering. They just erected from the ground, and there looks to be no entrance. How do you guys scale this wall? What do you guys do? I mean, I can take Seer with me. Yep, we can say she's uh, uh, tagging along. I know I could thunderstep with someone. All right. Um, uh, Eddie, just for your case, your abilities aren't, uh, disabled, but you don't see, uh, Eddie. Yeah, just, uh, it's like, Eddie is, like, comes, like, a, a approach, like, approaches the wall, and, uh, and just, like, and just, uh, still a bit distressed, looking about, like, looks up, I guess, like, feeling as though he needs to be, needs to be there, and I think the best way to put this would be that, because if I, if I still have my range of abilities, uh, mm. I think maybe the really only way that this like works is just like for the briefest of moments, like uh, like Eddie himself just like becomes smoke and then flickers up to the top of the wall, <laughs> but no smoky Eddie takes his place. Atticus, so Atticus is gonna climb the wall, and I guess both of you have seen this side of Atticus before when Atticus told. Aaliyah to run from him and I think he said the same thing to Eddie but you see that kind of darkness come across his face as he's kind of like trying to fight something but then can't anymore and he just takes off running mm-hmm. alright um, I assume you're faster than the group right? the only one that maybe can keep up is Eddie I don't know with his teleportation trick I, from the way it sounds, it doesn't sound like he's using Eddie for this. So then, yeah, then no one else can keep up with me. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm wrong, Eddie, but uh, I'm just making the assumption. And I guess I'd be dashing, so I'd, I'd be doing my full Yeah, 80 40, feet. Yeah, yeah. 80 feet. So you you uh, leave the group in the dust. Aluya, Mega, you're falling behind, but you are uh, falling way behind. Uh, as you guys uh, enter in this district, there is fire all around you. You see one person exiting a building, like, uh, on fire, trying to put himself out. And as he uh, runs outside, he probably goes towards Aluya, falls on his knees, grabbing her ankle, just going, Help me! As he's just, like, his tongue is melting, his eyes are popping, his flesh is boiling, but he is no more. Dying with a death grip around your ankle. Triggering mm-hmm. events. Okay. Um. Yep. Oh man. 
You set this up so I freak out. Uh, <laughs> um, so she is starting to kind of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like tunnel vision, like space out. The world around her is like ceasing to exist for a moment as she's watching this person turn to char. Mm. And then it starts to flicker all around her. And you'll see her start to hyperventilate. She has to get control or she's going to detonate. All right. Ooh. Now, uh, Atticus, I'd usually have you do this, but it seems like you're not. Uh, neither you nor Mega's character are in the right state of mind. And even with uh, Aluya's uh, psychotic breakdown right now, I feel like she is <laughs> in the best frame of mind for this. Uh, Aluya, make me an insight check. Here's the strange part. Unlike uh, Elzar's attack towards uh, Atticus in the Red District, where he used uh, flaming arrows, this does not seem like the cause. It is an abrupt flame. There is fire everywhere. People are dying. And you notice that the buildings are no longer looking like wood or stone. It is just pure red slime. And just even, like, being near the buildings feel on fire. It hits you that it isn't a wildfire that has started. It is simply the red slime going aflame. Even the uh, footsteps on the ground hurt. You can feel the heat beneath your feet even though there's no open fire where you walk. It is like you're walking in hell. So, from what you gather, it could be someone or something has really pissed off this district. As you guys are heading within district, I need to ask, because Atticus, uh, Mega, like, it seems like everyone has a, a different idea of where they want to go in this district. And I, I can offer options, but I want to hear everyone's intentions. Uh, let's start off with Atticus. Atticus, since you're ahead of everyone else, where are you heading in this district? So Atticus is no longer really thinking. It's more primal urge of the fear that's drawing him in. So he's just headed straight for that concentration that he's feeling. Yep. Keep in mind, now you're in the eye of the storm. It is like you are in the center of this concentration. No, he tried to resist, but yep. as you know, he failed. <laughs> yep. Like, uh, you are in the eye of the storm. There are people that are afraid all around you. But unfortunately for you, and you as the player, uh, the fear is all around you. It is within buildings of people being lit on fire. It is within, uh, like, the group of druggies, like, fleeing a uh, uh, drug den. Uh, like, what does he do? Are you just grabbing random people? Oh, yeah, I think by? he wouldn't be able to resist. He'd be, like, yeah. darting around and just, like, you know, kind of like a predator. When he sees someone kind of extremely afraid and weakened, he'll jump on them and then jump on the next person. Yeah, are you biting their necks? No, because he, he feeds off of them. So it's kind of, he just like grabs them and like, I guess would force his palm against their forehead. And then. You can oh, yeah. That. that reminds me of Full Mill Alchemist style, like a Kimberly. There we go. That yeah. kind of shit. Hell yeah. No, that's awesome. So, like, as you do that, like, people stop their run. And it seems like uh, they treat the day as if it's normal. Like, walking away from the fire even people who are on uh, like a flame are just brushing off the fire nonchalantly but still burning alive 
seems like you're taking away like uh, a primal instinct to survive by doing this. <laughs> uh, Mega, what are you aiming towards? Because I know it's a little vague. I can give you a little guidance, but I just want to hear your intentions as a player and uh, what Eddie's doing. Yeah, it's uh, like, like honestly, like you know, like Eddie, as I said, like is a bit distressed, uh, but he, at the very least, like assumes that he needs to stop whatever uh at least he assumes anyway a killing spree so i think eddie is going to try and see if he can uh if he can locate where basically like where that where that particular group had gone Mm -hmm. it's like uh so like either like uh they meant it literally and they went to some sort of gambling den or more likely he would at least try to see if he can check the club first since they might have also come to the same conclusion that the DJ might be in control of this district. Now, here's the weird part. Um, everywhere around you is chaos and filled with fear. It is evident. It, you don't have to be Atticus to feel the tension and fear in the air. It is quite powerful. Now, with the club, you get no feeling about that. In fact, Eddie, you feel some chill vibes in here. There is no panic there is no worry. There is just the thump of the bass. But you notice with each thump of that bass that a new fire spews from the ground. It seems as though there's no fear. Intention in the dance club is related to the music you can feel around the town. Why do I get the feeling that like somebody has sampled Ring of Fire? And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yes. All right. I always think he's talking about gonorrhea, but that's just me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. In in which case, I'm like that. Pretty much like cements it. Then, like, uh, Mm -hmm. it's like uh, Eddie is going going to the club and not in the way he usually likes to. (laughs) Yep. You go to the club, Aluia. You fall in suit. Uh, yeah, because she has to focus on something aside from herself. Atticus, roll me a two d twenty plus ten. Is this for my add to my orphan count? Maybe. After you suck the fear from 24 people, do you feel wow. satisfied? Um, I guess I get, should I do another wisdom save, I guess? Yeah, do it with advantage. He will never be satisfied. He will never be satisfied. <laughs> and just to, yeah, I was going to say, just to specify the importance of that role, that was to see if you're making people apathetic and invalid from how much you, uh, you were draining from them. But at most, you didn't. You didn't drain a safe amount. You drained, like, a dangerous level from these 24 people. They will never feel fear again, and more than likely will accidentally kill themselves without having fear. Well, luckily they live in a pretty safe town that yeah, not I know, a lot right? of that happens. Yep. So, that happens. I'm but... gonna try all the crack cocaine. <laughs> yeah, but keep in mind, I'm writing this down, and we're gonna talk about this later when uh, things cool down a little bit, and how the community sees someone like you but uh that aside uh does atticus fall suit as well so as he his wits back up around him he he would look to regroup however he can mm-hmm. okay you guys go towards uh the uh, dance club and as you guys approach you see yeah i'd say atticus Atticus, you see one person, it's really hard to make out the, uh, who they are, but you see one person running around the corner into an alley. And this one's more obvious. You see a person flying 
and it looks like Sigurd. And he has wings of wax as he is missing a couple fingers and just flying away. As you like guys flying away up afraid, like he's running away or Yes. And as you guys approach, you see a head roll towards you. And as it comes closer and closer and bumps against uh, say a Luya's foot, it looks up at you and it's Reese's head. Oh, thank goodness. I mean honestly. What is my spark level now? <laughs> spark level, please specify. I have a lot of things running through my head. Uh can I keep my cool? Uh, uh, same thing I'm doing with Atticus. Use your uh, spell DC uh, that you use for uh, spells. And uh, make me a wisdom save. Oh, boy. Yay! I keep my cool. Yeah, I was going to say, everyone gets triggered in this group. <laughs> yeah, so as that approaches, you just see, like, inside of uh, the dance club, you hear that thump, thump, thump. You hear the thump of the music. And inside, you're just hearing this electronic music that just sounds so weird for a medieval setting. And inside, deep within it, you just see people partying with a DJ that looks like Emma Stone dressed as a uh, punk girl just going at it. Like uh, with like uh, old uh, DJ setup with the fucking discs and shit. And from the entrance, you see the decapitated body of Reese. In the apron of a butcher as he is cleaning off a cleaver. And I think we'll end it there. This has been House Common Blood. The intro and outro music by Savk Oh My Dog. Any music and sound effects used in the episode are royalty free. Credits can be found in the episode description. Please review us on whatever podcast listening app you happen to be using. And if you like us, tell other people. Word by mouth is the best way for us to grow. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for feeding me.